If you don't have an email list, then you don't have a direct line to your customers. Reaching your clients, audience, supporters, and fans with the right message at the right time in the right place becomes easy when you've got a strategic email list in place. My email list is the number one way I drive profits in my business. And major bonus here, it's a lot easier and way more fun than you might think. That's why I'm teaching a free live workshop all about growing your email list called From Zero Subscribers or Zero Strategy to an Engaged Email List That Lasts. I'll show you how to kick off your email list building strategy with no fear because I know it can be scary to start something new in your business. Save your virtual seat at growanemaillist.com. Inside of my free live workshop, you'll learn why email marketing is 10 times more effective than posting on social media, my secret to sending out weekly emails without adding a ton of work to my plate, my best tips for getting people to hit subscribe, and what to actually say to them to convert them from subscribers to paying clients and customers. Save your seat now at growanemaillist.com. That's growanemaillist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. It's a space for us to share our stories, to connect with others, and even build our own legacies that our children and grandchildren can look back at and learn from. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher, and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. We're no strangers to to-do lists. Like we fill our lives with them. We feel satisfied each time we check a box off and we mentally run them before we allow ourselves to rest each night. But what if today, instead of giving you more things to do, I actually gave you permission to stop doing these 10 things, to create a not to-do list when it comes to Instagram. If you're trying to grow a business on social media, then you're probably aware of all the different rules and strategies for how to expand your reach and show up thoughtfully and make your mark in the online space. You'll hear things like post this many times a week and make sure you're on stories this many times a day, but don't post between the hours of 8 p.m. or 6 a.m. or on these very specific yet random days. And do make sure that when you do post that people are active and they're ready to engage, whether that might be, and use hashtags, but don't use them if they're not the right ones and post videos, but only if they're well done and don't use filters and do use filters and don't be too vulnerable, but be real and authentic. It's like literally so much, I can't even handle it. I mean, all the information out there is sure to leave us feeling dazed and confused. So when it comes time for us to actually take action, we're left wondering what action we're supposed to even take. I mean, anyone else get whiplash trying to keep up with all the advice out there that often feels at odds with how we actually want to show up online, like in the ways that simply connect us with people in our industry or help us engage with our dream clients? Over the years, I've been a really open book about what works for me in the digital world and what actions yield the best results. However, I've never thought of my methods as an absolute end-all be-all rule. It's simply what I found to be the most effective after experimenting and testing different techniques throughout the years. And I get it. 
Sometimes what works for me isn't going to work for you. But as I grow older and as my priorities continually shift and as I crave more time away from screens and feeds and follower accounts, I've loosened my grip on some of my longest held beliefs about social media, things like posting five plus times a week or showing up every single day in stories or needing to follow people just because they follow you. While rules and structure can absolutely help you create a flow that works for you, there also might come a time where you recognize that showing up might look a little different in this season of life or in the season of entrepreneurship that you find yourself in. Over the last few years, I've leaned on the strategies that I teach, the ones that work, but I've also given myself grace to follow my own intuitive flow when it comes to showing up on Instagram specifically. It's a flow that allows me to show up and share my life, but also savor my time offline and being present with my family at home. Now, I'm not sure if you've ever felt pressure to show up a certain way online or you feel like in order to be successful, you have to do things just because someone else says so. But if that's you, then stick with me because today I'm going to relieve you of some of those external pressures to be or act a specific way on Instagram. Instead, I'm sharing 10 things that you can stop doing on Instagram so that you can take back your joy in the app and focus on routines and practices for showing up in a way that feels good, a way that aligns with your own lifestyle, your goals, and your schedule. Let's say sayonara to these 10 rules that just don't make sense anymore and instead lean into smart Instagram practices that feel strategic and that fit into our own unique individual lives. Are you ready for your not-to-do list? Let's dive on in. Something I love about being a podcaster is getting the chance to support my network of fellow creators and business owners. Being Boss, hosted by Emily Thompson, is an exploration of not only what it means, but what it takes to be boss as a creative business owner, a freelancer, or side hustler. Being Boss is another amazing resource for anyone interested in getting inspired and more importantly, getting started. If you like Gold Digger, trust me, you are going to love being boss. Emily even covers topics that are near and dear to our Gold Digger hearts, like taking time off as an entrepreneur and finding vision for your business and life. Listen to Being Boss wherever you get your podcasts. Not to do number one, stop posting at a time of day that simply doesn't work with your life. I get asked this question a ton. Jenna, what is the best time of day to post? And my response is when you can check in with yourself and ask yourself, is now a good time to post? That's the best time to post, like when your life actually allows you to. Truth is, every other week I read an article or hear an expert saying that there's a new best time of day or a day of the week to post on Instagram. Some people say posting on Saturdays is like sending your post into a social media graveyard. Well, apparently Wednesday after 7 p.m. is gold, but seriously, these ever-shifting ideas don't really make sense when you think about it. I mean, sure, there are probably slightly more users online and scrolling at certain times of the day than others, but nowadays it doesn't totally matter, especially in the big scheme. Our audiences, well, they all look different. Their user habits are different. And if you're logging in to hit an arbitrary best time of day to post, you might actually be missing your ideal clients. A lot of times our community is on the app when we're on the app. I mean, the timeline isn't chronological anyway. It goes based on the algorithm, which prioritizes posts and profiles that get a healthy amount of engagement. It's not necessarily looking at the exact time of day that you hit publish. So just because someone said there was a best time of day to show up, 
Don't go out of your way to rearrange your life or your schedule just to slap up a quick post. And worse is if you're following these bits of advice, but you're posting and ghosting, meaning you're posting and you're logging off, you're not engaging, or you're relying on a third party platform to auto post for you so that you're not even engaged with your audience or the content that you're sharing. Trust me when I say the time of day will not make or break your post. It is more important to post when it is a good time for you, when you can commit a bit of time to those engaging with what you've just shared. I usually share once Coco is in bed, when I'm not missing out on any moments with her, when I'm not distracted. So literally ask yourself, is now a good time to be on my phone? And if you can commit to staying on for 10, maybe 20 minutes after you post to intentionally engage, well, then that is the best time of day to post. The amazing thing is, is that when you do thoughtfully engage, like respond to people's comments or answer questions or DMs, it further encourages even more engagement, which then tells the algorithm that your posts are worth prioritizing and distributing in the feed. So to me, thoughtful engagement is so much more valuable than the time of day that you post. Not to do number two is you are officially invited to stop passively scrolling. (laughs) Do me a favor. And if you don't have it turned on, turn on the screen time setting on your phone. Let it track you and also let it hold you accountable. You might be shocked to see how many times a day you pick up your phone or how much time you spend scrolling mindlessly. The truth is it might be a good time to check in with yourself and your habits when it comes to your phone and social media. And trust me, we are all super guilty of it. It is so easy to get stuck on a project and want to take a break from work and just mindlessly pick up our phones and open up Instagram. In fact, I was just talking to a neuroscience expert and we were talking about how we never really let ourselves be bored anymore because we fill every moment, every bit of white space with mindless scrolling. It's almost like we've forgotten how to get quiet with ourselves or to keep ourselves company. I mean, it generally starts innocently, like, right, we just pick up our phone, but Our phones are keeping us constantly distracted. Like we grab it to quickly check something. And before we know it, 20 minutes have passed and somehow we're watching someone's random reel about how to make tomato feta pasta. I mean, anyone else? So here's what you are invited to stop doing. You are invited to stop mindless scrolling. And I also invite you to set app limits. Like you can actually do that on your iPhone for free under your settings to keep you in check. We are all humans that are all constantly complaining that we don't have enough time in the day. And meanwhile, our data usage tells us that we're aimlessly scrolling on Instagram when we could be using our time so much more intentionally. Now, look, I love Instagram. I love connecting on the platform. I love encouraging people I follow, but I also think boundaries are beautiful and they can keep us in check and help us to not spread ourselves too thin or spend too much time comparing our lives to strangers on the internet. When we have parameters that honor our boundaries and keep us honest with the reason behind why we're scrolling, it can bring the joy back to the app. So whether you need to set screen time limits in your phone settings or even just set a timer, try to hop onto the platform with a purpose to encourage and engage with others, whether it's on your own feed or on others' feeds, and to not use Instagram as a crutch, a distraction, or a time filler when what you probably really need is a break from your screen. Number three, is stop forgetting to account for your ROI. So I love measuring results, especially in places where our efforts should be reflected by the outcomes. Now, I know you've probably heard of ROI in terms of return on investment, but in this context, I want for you to think of it as return on Instagram. So let's face it, 
you have three main things to invest in life. And those three things are your time, your money, and your energy. But you're likely spending a good amount of time and energy on Instagram. I mean, let's look back at our phone usage and let that speak for us. But while we're spending more and more time on our phones, there's a good chance that you're not tying those efforts back to real results. And when I say results, I mean beyond things like likes and comments. When the algorithm flipped, everyone got so obsessed with likes and comments and engagement. And while all of those things matter in terms of our success on the app, they don't guarantee that those metrics actually move the needle in our real business. I know micro influencers who bring in six figures, and I know mega influencers who are dead broke. Likes and followers do not necessarily pay the bills. So I want for you to stop forgetting about the value of your time and energy when it comes to the app and start making sure that your efforts are tied to tangible, measurable results. Stop letting vanity metrics rule how you show up and instead start focusing on posts that move the needle for you, whether it's getting new subscribers to your email lists or starting conversations that lead to sales or new leads or new strategic connections. You want to focus on things like reviews, testimonials, like things that actually boost your business in the online space. Make sure that the time and the energy that you are spending on Instagram is leading to progress and growth for you by incorporating smart calls to action and by interacting with those who engage with your content. P.S. If you're looking to understand how to get real results using Instagram and you want a masterclass where I show you exactly how to do this without needing thousands of followers or getting stuck on the vanity metrics, head to teachmeinsta.com. That's teachmeinsta.com for a free masterclass all about using Instagram to get real results. Okay. Number four, stop letting a creative roadblock hold you back. Isn't it wild that while we simultaneously scroll hundreds of inspiring posts in a matter of minutes on the app, we can feel uninspired and we can feel stuck. Lacking inspiration or feeling like your creative well has run dry can absolutely happen. But one of the coolest things about the platform is that it can curate inspiration for you. Like, hello, let the algorithm work for you when it comes to research. Real quick, Algorithm 101, every move you make on Instagram, whether it's liking, sending a DM, tapping through stories, or searching out a creator or a post is tracked. And while that feels weird, it is also how the algorithm works to serve you content that you are most likely going to enjoy and engage with. On the days that you're stuck, one great way to get inspired is to hit up your explore feed and see what pops up for you when you hit that search magnifying glass. These posts, the posts that they're showing you are curated based on what you've been engaging with or seeking out on the platform. So it might expose you to new accounts to follow or fun posts to save in a little inspiration folder for the days that you're feeling stuck. Of course, remember the difference between inspiration and imitation. So make sure you explore how to put your own spin on things, but getting inspired can help you get excited about showing up again on the app. If you don't know what to say or how to show up, Take some time to scroll for the sake of inspiration. Like literally set a timer, see what inspires you to take action, get excited about the ways that you can show up and allow yourself to be inspired and then create from the space of your own personal experiences and stories. We've been through so many adventures together from the first episode to now over 500 episodes. Growing the Gold Digger podcast, I can't help but see the similarities between how I grew up too. The first day of school feelings, the awkward braces years, and the excitement for what's next. And I know I'm not alone here. Growing a business takes a lot, and a HubSpot CRM platform is here to help your business grow better. 
HubSpot's reporting dashboard is like your crystal ball, giving you this bird's eye view on your marketing, sales, and customer service performance so that you can get ahead of any issues before they happen. Automated marketing tools allow you to create robust campaigns across all of your marketing channels, and you can even send, test, and optimize emails for different devices and inboxes. And shared inboxes make incoming chats and emails easy to manage and scale for the whole team. Learn more about how a HubSpot CRM platform can help your business grow better at HubSpot.com. Gold diggers, we all know the B2B landscape can be a bit complex. From lengthy buying cycles to complicated decision-making processes, reaching your target audience can be tough. But I found a solution tailored just for you. LinkedIn ads. A whopping 79% of B2B content marketers say LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. That's because with LinkedIn ads, you're not just casting a wide net and hoping for the best. You're strategically building relationships and driving real results. We're talking about a platform with over a billion members, including 180 million senior level executives and 10 million C-level executives. You are networking with the actual decision makers. And LinkedIn's targeting and measurement tools are specifically designed for B2B marketers, meaning you're not wasting time or money on irrelevant leads. In fact, in the tech industry, LinkedIn ads have been shown to generate two to five times higher return on ad spend compared to other social media platforms. Using LinkedIn ads allows you to stay ahead of the curve when it comes to industry trends and developments, whether it's finding the perfect partner for a collaboration or uncovering new opportunities for growth, LinkedIn can be your secret weapon. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash goal to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash goal. Terms and conditions apply. Number five is stop sharing the same set of hashtags. Sometimes I laugh when I type in a word on my phone and it auto-populates a series of hashtags. I really just got to go into my keyboard settings and delete those things now that I think about it. But gone are the days where you can save a set of hashtags into your phone or in your notes app for you to use over and over and over and over again. There once was a time where it made sense to create curated groupings of tags and just rely on those for each and every post, but those days are long gone. In fact, there's a chance that algorithm will now penalize your posts if you just slap on the same set of old hashtags every single time. And here's why. Instagram now has image recognition technology. So if the tags that you are using have nothing to do with the image or the content that you're posting, the platform might see it as a way that you're trying to game the system, or it might question the alignment of the tags that you're using. And worse off, if you're using broken hashtags or banned hashtags, there's a risk that it might really impact your reach. So the point here is stop using one set of 30 hashtags for every single post because it is not moving the needle for you. Instead, what I want for you to do is think about the content you're sharing and choose the best hashtag specific to that specific post that will connect you to the right people and tie your content to the right tags. So choose a few broader tags and a few smaller and more specific ones. Try to land in various places. And when you type in a hashtag or start typing in a keyword, Instagram is going to auto-populate a ton of options for you in terms of topic, keyword, and relevance. So again, Work with the app, not against it. 
if you do love the strategy of having a set of hashtags that you use, you absolutely can come up with a giant list of them and organize them by the types or categories of content that you post. And then you can pull specific ones to match a certain post topic so that you do have some ready to go. But don't just post the same set of 30 tags over and over again. It is always better to choose ones that are aligned with the content in your post. And if you're crunched on time, a handful of specific and relevant hashtags are way better than none and way better than 30 random ones that don't actually fit with what you're sharing. Number six, stop feeling the pressure to show up every single day. Listen, there was a time where I never missed a day. There was even a time where I posted multiple times a day, but the app has changed a lot over the years. Not only is Instagram more focused on quality over quantity these days, and it's evident in so many ways. It's evident in how our posts are prioritized in the feed and how engagement changes, how our posts are seen. And it's not just realistic as a human to expect yourself to show up every single day and to never take a break. The thing is, is that life shifts and your time constraints, priorities, inspiration, and passion can all change. The way that I show up and the standard that I hold myself to at this season of my life are way different and a lot more grace-filled. Like I'd rather show up when I want to, not feeling like I have to. So if you want and you can to show up every day of the week with thoughtfulness and intention, then more power to you. I 100% commend you. While I try to remain somewhat consistent, I also give myself a lot of grace and space for real life to unfold, which sometimes means I go a week without posting a grid photo or a weekend without a single story. Don't set your frequency to be a standard that feels impossible. Aim to show up when you can and when you have something to share and let that be the focus. Let it be a focus on quality, not quantity. And if it helps you to show up, Lean on a structure that fits into your schedule and your lifestyle when you need it, but don't let it limit you by keeping you tied to showing up in a way that doesn't feel aligned. Consistency is absolutely key. I would never argue that, but I promise quality content and authentic joy are going to win every single time. Number seven is stop following accounts that make you feel like crap. (laughs) Hi, it's me telling you to stop following people or accounts that trigger you, that bring out your insecurities or make you question your own level of happiness. Take back a portion of the control you actually have when it comes to being a gatekeeper of what you're letting into your life. And we've all heard that stat that you are the average of the five people you spend time with. And I think if we look at our digital consumption, we probably become a lot like the people we follow on the internet too. So if the people that you are following are stealing your joy or making you question yourself, maybe it's time for you to do a little purge and hit unfollow. Literally the other day, I set a timer, notice that I love timers, and I did a little audit on my feed and who I'm following. I clicked unfollow on a handful of accounts, and I scrolled for accounts that no longer serve me or that tend to bring up negative feelings. And also, I don't talk about this often, but let's get on a mission together to eradicate this thing called hate following someone. If you don't know what a hate follow is, it's where you follow someone only to keep up with their posts and actions for cynical reasons, whether it's to measure their progress against your own or to snark on them or to keep up with those who seem like they're farther along in some area of life that you wish you were more advanced in, whether it's relationships or money or business. It's not healthy for you. It's just not So do a Marie Kondo purge on who it is that you're following. And if they don't spark joy or bring you confidence, hit unfollow. I don't care if it's your past best friend from sixth grade or someone that you've never met in real life. If you experience feelings of resentment, 
annoyance, or insecurity from anyone that you follow, trust me, it is time for you to part ways. It is true that we usually follow someone for a reason or a season. So get clear on which of those is true for who you follow and then allow yourself to be guilt-free about purging the accounts that rob you of joy. Number eight is stop getting stuck on perfection. Raise your hand if you struggle with this idea of showing up imperfectly. Hi, my hand is in the air. This one is as much for me as it is for you when it comes to curating the quote, perfect feed. I 100% blame my years as a professional photographer for this desire to have this beautiful cohesiveness when it comes to my Instagram grid. And while I do think it's important for your images to be high quality and somewhat cohesive, I do not think it is as much make or break as it used to be. Like, I love beautiful things. I love editorial feels. And it's true that people do a quick scroll through your content before they choose to follow you. So don't go the opposite direction here, but also don't let your grid limit your ability or desire to show up and don't let it paralyze you to wait for the perfect post. Honestly, these days, I think people are craving more real in the now moments. And it's something that I as a consumer love and as a creator am trying to embrace. For example... On our Gold Digger podcast Instagram, we shared an iPhone shot of me and my friend Brandon Burchard, and it outperformed everything else we had shared in recent months. Like the one iPhone photo trumped all the pro headshots and professionally designed graphics. And so I think we can all start loosening up on these crazy expectations and let go of this desire for perfection and perfectly curated images. People want us to simply share a piece of our lives. So just think about the last time that you popped onto someone else's profile and actually paid attention to or cared about whether their grid was perfectly edited or whether it looked completely cohesive. Odds are that you don't really care all that much about someone else's aesthetic or uniformity. So let that be freeing to you and your own images that you share. It is way better to show up imperfectly than to not show up at all. So remember, these are feeds of our lives. They're not these like editorial peer reviewed journals. Number nine, stop only showing up when you have something to sell. (laughs) I see this one all the time, especially for accounts created for the sake of promoting a business. It is easy to lay low, to focus on other pieces of your business. And then when a launch rolls around, you might think, oh crap, I got to get my offer out there. But here's the thing. The algorithm and your audience can sniff you out from a million miles away. No one wants to only be pitched at on Instagram. In fact, the platform is not built to be a selling tool. Instagram is not made for sales pitches. It is a place where you should be focused on serving. Your followers, they want to connect with you. They want to hear your stories, learn about your life, see some of your behind the scenes in order to understand who you are and what you do and what value you offer. Not only will it help you grow the know, like, and trust factor, it is also going to make your offer feel way more valuable to them. If you focus on serving and showing up when you have nothing to sell, you're going to build true connections on the platform. And then when you do have something to share about a product or a service that someone can purchase, there's actually this foundation there for them to feel more inclined to trust and invest in your stuff. While it's tempting to wait until you have something to pitch, Try to show up and let people into your life, the behind the scenes, even the mundane. My aim is just to show up for one minute a day on stories. It's just four 15 second frames, regardless of if I have makeup on, if I have something really cool to share, which spoiler alert, 
Most of my days are not mind-blowing or glamorous or wildly entertaining, but people want to see that normalcy and just feel like a fly on the wall for a small chunk of your day. So whether it's just showing what you made for breakfast or how you're preparing for a lunch or what's on your to-do list for the day, make sure that you're serving and connecting way more than you are selling. It'll seriously help your engagement when the time comes to invite and sell. And I'd bet that you'll feel better about your digital presence when it's more well-rounded, when it shows the true you. I know what it's like to feel completely thrown off your game because you're just not motivated or your mind isn't in the right space. That's why I'm thrilled to tell you all about superhuman activations. Now, if meditation isn't for you, you need to try activations instead. Activations are a groundbreaking new type of audio that's this mix of a motivational podcast, cinematic music, and guided visualization. They are fundamentally different from meditation and a lot more exciting to listen to. Instead of calming you, activations are motivating, energizing, and transformative. You'll reach your goals faster whether you want to earn more money, get clarity, achieve a health goal, or feel like you're reaching your highest potential. They're essentially a shortcut to get to where you want to be and the ultimate way to visualize your future self. And you can only find them on the Superhuman app. I use and love Superhuman and find myself playing activations several times a day, whether I'm baking bread, doing my skincare, or even when I'm in the shower. Superhuman offers something completely different to other apps out there, and I cannot wait for you to try them. Take advantage of their 14-day free trial and head over to activations.com forward slash gold digger to start your trial and save over 60% off your membership. There is literally no risk. If you change your mind and forget to cancel after the trial, you're covered by their money back guarantee. The discount is only available through their website, not the app store. So visit activations.com forward slash gold digger now for over 60% off. Do not miss out on this crazy deal. They rarely do discounts and it expires soon. That's activations.com forward slash gold digger. Hey, gold diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Now, lastly, number 10, this is a big one. Stop posting in real time. Like seriously, just don't do it. Don't let an app pull you from your life's precious moments. 99% of the time I post after my kids are in bed. 
I take photos and videos throughout the day. And then when I have a moment, I choose what is it that I want to share and what did I just shoot just for me and my family? It all goes back to, is this the best time to be on my phone? Like there's something beautiful when you take a photo and then you put your phone away so that you can take a little time away from that special moment that you want to share. It helps for you to have this space to figure out why that moment matters. And it helps for you to share it in a way more authentic and meaningful way. In other words, take the Insta out of Instagram and instead see it as a chance to capture the moment with a photo, maybe jot down a tiny note in your phone so you don't forget the feeling or the moment when you do go to share it later on, and then return to living it. If something is so awesome that you want to document it, that's actually a sign to me that you should focus on fully living it. You can always share later. And by the way, no one is going to shame you or even quite frankly, ask you if a post is a later gram. The benefit here is that you can really ask yourself, why does this matter to my followers? And you can create a caption that intentionally connects the dots for them rather than just throwing a haphazard caption up quickly just to get the post up and get sucked into the digital world when your life is literally unfolding in front of you. Well, guys, there you have it. 10 things that you can put on your not to do list when it comes to Instagram. While this is a list of stops and don'ts, my desire is that rather than feeling like you have even more rules to adhere to on Instagram, instead you feel invited to be more intentional with how you show up and share and interact and engage on the platform. Because at the end of the day, Instagram is simply this social media app that by its simplest definition allows people to share videos and photos and captions that make up their favorite life's moments. It's not just a place to market or sell. It really truly is our legacies. When you peel back all the strategies and rules and when you look deeper, I honestly think of Instagram as this modern day photo album, like the ones our parents have that document their lives and their families growing up. It's a space for us to share our stories, to connect with others, and even build our own legacies that our children and grandchildren can look back at and learn from. Maybe that sounds over the top, but to me, it really is a space of reflection and storytelling and relationship building. So if we can approach the app with that point of view and look at it less as this frustrating or silly social media platform or a place to perform or beat the algorithm, think that we can bring joy and purpose back to Instagram. I hope this episode empowers and excites you. If you want to learn more about how I use Instagram to drive real results in my business without needing thousands of followers, head to teachmeinsta.com. That's teachmeinsta.com to get my free masterclass on the three secrets to getting real results on the app. And I promise this training does not include arbitrary rules that feel stifling, but instead gives you strategies that you can implement today to get real results and boost your ROI. Again, that is teachmeinsta.com. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. And until next time, keep on digging your biggest goals and I'll see you over on the gram. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com.
Hey, gold diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer care team is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home, and thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more.